Lyndon, have you ever played that game Two Truths and a Lie? No. You haven't even helped us. Just tell me about it. Do you what wanna? It? What you never played it? No. Ever? No. Did you ever just do icebreakers at work? Two, two truths and a lie. Right. Okay. This is like a very typical. Oh wait, no, I have, but it's people have to guess. You don't. You just say one thing. People have to guess it. Is it whether it's a truth or a lie? No, you it's have to say. This is that, that's <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I'm saying this. This game this okay game. is like the, it's a is the up. Yeah, what? Well, that's what I'm saying. I haven't played so that. So in I've this game, like you, like you say three things, and people have to guess which ones are true, which ones are lie. Yeah. Okay. So can you choose three things randomly? It doesn't matter. We don't care. And then me and Angela will guess which ones are truth and which one. Which two are the truth? Two. You know what I'm trying to say. Truths? Is that how you say it? Truths and which one's a lie? I can tell you that all of them are truths because Lyndon doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> that? Can you just think of Isn't three? Lyndon, you're above average like intelligence. Think of three quickly and then we'll guess. No, it's not that. <laughs> no. I'm, not gonna, you th- you, I'm gonna tell you something quickly and not think about it. Are you mad? <laughs> uh... Angela, have you got three? Oh, I'm supposed to do it too? It's my game, yeah. I wanted okay. you to do it. Oh, are you gonna do it? Nope. Why? Because I don't want to. Can I not want to? If you don't have me, it's up to you. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Are you ready? I was going to say some two shoes and I that were really angling and then I thought, no, Angela, that's not the way we need to go. Angela, stay focused. I know, honestly. <laughs> why are you thinking about angry me? Like, why, why are you not thinking about your two shoes and a lie? Why are you thinking about angry me? No, no, no. Just what came to my head. And then I said no. And I was hoping you, I was letting you know that I stopped myself. You just think about your two threes and I'm going to think about mine. I've been to Canada three times. Okay. I've been to Amsterdam three times. Oh, how did I know it's going to be about geography? Okay. Amsterdam three times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then? And I've been to United States three times. I can tell you what the lie is. Me too. United States. You haven't been? Okay. You've been once. He has been once. He's been to Texas. Austin. Oh, you have? High five. Well done. Sweet girl. Okay. That's your answer, United States. Yeah, you haven't been. The, the United States one is a lie. Me too. I agree. I don't think you've been to America. I haven't been to Amsterdam three times. Wait, it's, what? Hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's two true. Yeah, two of them are true. I've been to Canada three times. I've been to you, you, the United States three times. No, really? Yeah. Are you, Wait, you, oh, you've, you've never been. been? I never said I've never been. No, you haven't been to. Oh, oh you haven't been to I've been to America three times. I've been to Amsterdam twice, not three times. You should be a politician because you really convinced me. Not yeah, because all. you can only work off the information that Lyndon's giving you. And if Lyndon said that he's not been to America, it's the first time you have to take I swear you haven't been to America. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't know why I thought that. You do, uh, do you know why? I think because when you were in Austin, you were talking about America with mm. like, I honestly thought it was like the first time we'd been, but yeah. obviously it's the first time we've been to Texas. Yeah, exactly. So you've been to New York? Yeah. And, and New York as well. Oh. Angela, ready? I don't have two trees in a lie, honestly. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have two trees in a lie. At all? Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> She had all that time. She I don't know what happened. Because I was trying to figure out your lie. But anyway, talking about politicians and people telling the truth. Mm, come on, segue. Have yeah. you heard about Preeti? Is it Preeti? It is Preeti Patel. Pretty. I thought it was oh, Preeti. Oh, is it Preeti? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, maybe it's eyes, I it guess. Doesn't matter. Mm. I don't care what her name is. <laughs> I listen, I just don't like her. Okay. And it's because she reminds you of someone who I used to work for. Do you not like her because of her stance on like anything around yeah, immigration, that. There's, there's Brexit, that. like that. right? And the fact that she reminds me of a boss who who is the reason why I left, <laughs> basically. Lyndon tell us. You never is that the reason why work? you left? Or is it, it was part of the reason why you left? It is part of the reason I left, mm. but it's a, a massive reason I left. A huge, huge reason. As in, if she wasn't there, I wouldn't have left so abruptly. So God you, really used her. Do, would you say that, that this woman you're talking about, yeah. like, would you describe her as like a bully? Or would you say that she yeah. was, oh, de- hands down? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, the, I mean... I didn't see her as a bully when I was there. Mm. But when I heard the way people were talking about Pretty Patel and they were listening to things that she does, she does, I'm like, yep, my boss did that. Yep, she did that. Yep, she did that. Can you give us yep. like some of what are some of the I things was that gonna she's talk about pre- Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He said shouting, the swearing, mm. the belittling, um, asking for things that are unreasonable, um, just, just things like that. That is what she did mm. pretty much every day. Pretty and was, much. Every was that day. your first job out of uni? No, it was my second. Okay, how long, but but it's your longest job. Yeah, the longest one. How long yeah. were you there for? Five and a half years. Yeah, so, yeah. So when I heard the story about Pretty Patel being a bully, and then I heard the things, I looked at Pretty Patel, I thought, yeah, I believe it. I believe every word. <laughs> I believe it. The person, but what has she been accused of? To just, what I just like, said. The, the, oh, like, the, the, the screaming ev- every and single swearing. day? Well, people are saying that's what she's doing. I don't know yeah. if it's every day, but yeah. that's what she's been doing. Mm. Bullying behavior. Yeah. Do I believe that somebody who is in a high position of power? Do you believe that Preeti Patel is a is a work, work bully? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think there's I think there's a high propensity for mm. anybody who has a great amount of power to be a bully. To abuse it, absolutely. And, and I and I think for me, it was her apology, her not her apology, uh, that made that sold it for me because what she did was she, say? she was smiling. She was she was smiling, and they'll actually watch someone say um, like analyze her interview and her apology and they said that normally sometimes people might smile because they feel uncomfortable but mm. usually the smile doesn't go further than like your like the nose like mm. but she was smiling with her whole face yeah so it sounds it's, like a sociopath so so yeah so they so they said that it seems like she's not apologetic at all i wouldn't she's call not, my boss a, a sociopath because i think if she was put in that position with that pretty patel was in and there's a camera in her face asking mm. her what she did she wouldn't be able to handle that i know mm. she wouldn't oh you shouldn't be able to handle that. But um, yeah, that's the only difference. She's, but, not a, she's not a politician. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's what sold it for me. Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, that is... And I feel like there's so many people that go through work bullying. That, and I've been through it too, that I feel for the, anyone who comes out and says, this person is bullying me. But why My do manager's you... bullying me. Why do you think that they were allowed to get away with this bullying for like any amount of time? I don't know how long it had because been for Pretty Patel. Depends on how close you are with the person who's on top. So she's quite close with Boris, obviously. And mm. Boris has got her back. Mm. And I would say that my boss, her boss, well, the managing people, they had her back mm. to a certain extent. Mainly because they didn't really know how bad it was. Yeah. And maybe Boris doesn't know how bad it, bad it is. Mm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. they they have her back, so that's why she's she's able to get away with it. And also, she's probably in their eyes very good at her job, mm. so they just want to keep her there and not have anyone else. And also, this 
disciplining behavior or disciplinary like procedures and stuff are always there are if you're not there trying to make it a, a peaceful and nice place for everybody to work and that's not, not your intention they're always a headache like mm. no one really wants to pull someone in and pull them up unless they are the bullies trying to pull people up everywhere and in any yeah. situation yeah especially higher like um members of staff and also if your workplace is not set up in a way that you can complain easily mm. it might not be that people are ignoring it but just because it's never come to the forefront because there's not a clear avenue for people to come and present their mm. their issues and know that they'll be taken seriously and not actually come back to bite them like you sometimes i think you kind of weigh up um Will these people take me? Am I doing this and will it come have a positive outcome or will it just exacerbate the issues that I'm yeah. already dealing with? Is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk? And if not, I just have to just, my only way out is just to actually leave, like mm. to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, being bullied at work is not fun. Especially as you, as you, you, you're there the majority of the time, majority of the day, like, all, like, honest, even just the anxiety. Oh, it's too much. What? So I feel sorry for that, whoever that man is. Sorry to that man. I think it was a few people. I think it was a few people that mm-hmm. actually been bullying. But then what makes it worse is how how much importance you put on that job. Like the job before, Yeah. if anyone tried to bully me, uh, there's no way they can get away with it because I tell them about it. I'd scream and cry. There's no way they could get away with bullying me. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time my boss tried to pull me up on some rubbish and I told him about himself and he left me alone. He left me alone after that. I could get away with that in that job because mm. no one I didn't care that much. I could find another one just the same. Mm. He didn't really care. I didn't, I didn't really, didn't really care. This job now was a higher level. It's difficult to get in. It was four interviews to get in and a test. It was so much effort to get in. Once I got mm. in, I was made to feel like I'm, I'm lucky to be in there. Right? Yeah. It'd be mm. difficult to get another job at that same level. Right? Yeah. So you you decide to take things on more than you should, or more than mm. you know you should. There's mm. certain. Certain things that she said to me, there's certain ways that she spoke to me, spoke to me that if anybody else in the world spoke to me like that, I'm squaring up. There's no me way. Too. I'm going to square up with you, Lyndon. We'll come and fight for you. But I had to, I had to hold it. <laughs> I had city. to hold it for five years. <laughs> Angela said, I don't know about that. I said, I'll come and fight for you. And the, only, the one that think, and the thing is, it's, it's a job that pays good bonuses. So I'm thinking to myself, Hold on. Bonus. Hold on to December. And this is before Honestly? I got. This is before. This is before I got married. And like I'm, I need to make sure I got money for that. I need this. Just, just. But hold then, it. isn't that but like? It, isn't isn't that the problem? That, that is the problem. You're able. People in these positions are able to kind of literally get away with this behavior because they're thinking, oh well, you know what? If you complained, you can be out, or they create the illusion. Because yeah. I'm actually not sure if you complained, you would be out. But they're creating this illusion that well, you'll be lucky to get another job. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, then, the, and the. the the other thing about my situation was for the for about four and a half years I was there. No, I'll say five and a half years. For the first four years, there was nobody I could complain to. Mm. There was no HR. And I, I don't understand mm. that. And, and my, and my boss and was uncommon. kind. That's not my boss was but actually, is, it, is that common in certain industries? If, it, if it's a small boutique firm, okay. you might not um, get or a, if it's, a HR person. If it's a person. small firm that's growing into a, a larger firm and they haven't made those structural changes, yeah. you find yourself in a situation where actually you've got too many people and one person that holds so many, like wears so many hats and it's a conflict of interest. Uh, and yeah. that's all I'll say about that for now. So anything, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my my situation, my, my obviously my boss is the, the finance finance director, right? 
the other people who are also partners, there were three partners, right? There's the managing partners who did all the deal stuff. They brought the money into the mm, business. Right. And my boss is the finance director. But but what happened with her was she did everything else. Mm. So it was finance director. She's kind of like HR. We dealt with all the hey, everything payroll we dealt with as well. Oh. So she deals with everything, right? In terms of, and even managing the um, middle office and, and um, operations. She managed them as well. Oh. So she's just doing everything that the other boss didn't have time a, to care about. Because that's a, that's a and that's a compliment. And I've seen There's this no before. Can't talk about that yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I, I've, I've seen this before. And the issue is when someone is the channel, when someone is the pathway, when someone is the only key to any higher management, to the partners or anything like that, it creates a real issue because anyone underneath that person knows mm. that if they have an issue with that person, you you might as well not say anything because that person will probably be in a meeting where you it's discussed that those they are the link to the people who you want to complain to. Mm. It's like going to complain to you. I don't know. I, it's it's so it's so wild to me. Those H and also there's different parts of HR. There's like the the like operational side where it's like pay, payroll and all of those kind of stuff. And then there's also the people side and, and the, the policy side as well. Like the all of the the company policies. But there's a the people side and in which you cannot you at least needs to be an appearance that there's someone who is impartial someone yeah. who is outside who's able to handle it mm. and you know usually no let me not say anything i'm just saying this it's so wild that that's that's not that's not that's not an only this is not um a one-off situation this is, this, and I think, and I don't know if it's because of like companies who are just smaller going to bigger companies. Mm-hmm. It's a transitional thing. Mm-hmm. It's people who've got comfortable with a certain one. Also, I think sometimes when people take on roles, they find it hard to let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wild. But the thing was, is, though, yeah. you're saying maybe it's like a small, like a, a small company thing or like a family-run business thing because they haven't got those structures or small in office. place. Small office. Not, not, not small but small this small was happening at the cabinet office. This is mm. happening with Priti Patel. And I can, I mean, I have friends who work, they, who work at Whitehall in varying different like roles and it's not uncommon. Like this is common practice. So it can't be just small office structure. I just, I think this is a culture. Would Whitehall I have someone also, who, who runs HR? Well, yeah, they oh, do. They have so to. exactly. Absolutely. So I'm saying we were so small at the start that we didn't have one. Right. We got one at the. We got one in my last year, and I and it was difficult for me to get because that's supposed to be someone that you can trust, right? right? I couldn't do that because I see her coming into my boss's office every every week or so, or tw- twice a week to speak to my boss, mm. right? So still, I see that my boss still has the power over her. Mm. So I'm like, I can't talk to her. I can't talk to her because she could say anything to my boss. I can't. Mm. So at my exit interview, I was able to speak to her and tell her what I'd been going through and why I'm leaving. Um, I tempered it about tempered it a bit, but at the same time I was leaving, so I didn't care as much. Um, and I knew I had like another week left. <laughs> so I wanted it to be as, as smooth as possible, but I told her and she nothing... Nothing I said shocked her. Nothing I said she was. But like, that's yeah, disgusting. She should be so. sitting there being shocked, thinking, "I can't believe this is happening," and I'm so sorry you had to go and, through and this. Why would she be do you shocked? Just want... She's shocked because she knows the person that I'm talking about. No, but the thing is, yeah, but that behavior but can't go and check. Be, exactly, it's not for her to just not be. Oh, I'm not shocked. Okay, cool. That's number one. It's but your take whole a... role is to make sure that people there's some sound kind of safeguarding. Yeah, there's some kind of like, what's the point of you supposed to be? Are you just supposed to be someone that holds the knowledge, or are you yeah, supposed to be actually? Yeah, but then all we all we needed at that point was someone else who could tell the managing partners yeah. what she's doing because mm. nobody else could do that 
There's nobody else that could do that. So you just needed an authority we figure. Needed at that an, level. Yeah, we need another management figure yeah. that's going to hear from us and feed that and feed that information to to the managing partners. Yeah, that's what we needed. That's what I always needed from when I started. But, but can I, I just say, you know what I feel? Do you know what? When Lyndon told me, I, I wanted to fight. Honestly, I feel you. If I tell you some of the bullying experiences, I don't know if we've got enough time on the thingy. We've, no, we, we're, all right, we're all right. We're all right. Friend, like one of my first jobs. So one of my first part-time job was in John Lewis in London. And um, that was fine. It was really nice. It was actually a Christmas then, and I was going to uni, and so I was going to uni in the January on in January. So I was like, it was just for a bit, and it was really fun, a really good experience, a really positive experience. So much that I went to uni, and I decided to go. I wanted to, a part time job, and I just wanted to work at John Lewis. Plus, John Lewis was fancy. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like working at Primark or like <laughs> no shade or anything. But you know, once you've gone to John Lewis, I mean, hello. So I went to John Lewis. <laughs> hey, did, did John Lewis deal with me? Di- ah! What? What? So go there, get three interviews, whatever. Start working, and that was probably the most traumatic working experience I've ever had I had I was so uh, so it ended up with me being so I used to have panic attacks when I'm going to work and I said what actually I can't come and kill myself like I'd be walking into the like um complex that the John Lewis was in and I would be like physically shaking like I'm so nervous even to go into work yeah feel sick like can't eat breakfast can't eat like so scared and I thought actually now when I think about it I think I wish I could have told myself these people are not God and Mm. they can't kill you what they're gonna do kill you I mean obviously with stress maybe and cortisol levels but in real life are they gonna stab you and kill you yeah no um but I worked in a, I came from a John Lewis that was very mixed in terms of like the kind of people that worked there and went to a John Lewis where honestly, I think I was like one of three black people. Is this at university? Yeah. And I and when I talk about three as like, if I see a another black person in the whole John Lewis, we would smile and nod and, and like, you know, like, oh my gosh. And and at one point, one of my friends in uni started working at the same John Lewis um, in a completely different department. But in my department, I was the only black person and the manager actually the manager of my manager was so such a bully number of things she did um berated me didn't allow me to come to like uh team like building events she made me yeah there's one time when they had a whole team building event um and they cleared the whole shop floor and she said she pointed me out and she said, "You can you stay on the shop floor to man the shop floor?" So I wasn't allowed to go, go to that team team building event. And you were she young, sh- right? Yeah, I was young. This is horrible. she shouted. She shouted at me for things that I hadn't done before. Like completely came and say hi to other people who were standing with and not even acknowledge me. Refused to give me my pay slip when she was giving everybody else's pay slips out. What? Like we used to have to wait until the end of like until the end of the month, and then everybody she would bring down the pay slips from the office mm. and hand everybody's pay slips out as if. Mm. You're on the last shift mm. before people go home and she'd hand everybody else she there's one particular time she handed everybody else's paystep out and i asked for mine and she didn't she didn't hand she completely ignored me and she didn't give me my paystep to a point where i was waiting waiting people went home they were like closing up the shop and i was like figuring like how am i going to get my place paystep she's refused to give it to me and then i had to ask someone else and they got it from the office what honestly 
terrorist she used to make my manager cry there's one time i went into the back office and my manager was crying in the corner and i said who made you cry and she said um her name was hannah and i wish i knew your surname because i would say it all of it <laughs> but um and you know what the sad thing is she was from bristol <gasps> yeah honestly honestly such a witch anyway but you know what i was gonna say it's that sounds like a number of absolutely horrible things but I want do you think that she was bullying you because she was threatened by your existence I don't I think she, she didn't was, like me I why? think she didn't like me I, I think I don't know if she'd ever come across other black people that she, I don't know she was quite young she was like in her like mid 30s but she she I don't think she liked me and so um I don't know, but she was she was quite mean, but she was particularly mean for me to me to the point where the people that I was working with actually told me that I need to go and complain about her. Yeah. Like we've seen, are you not seeing the way she's treating you? And obviously I'd known and I'd kind of registered it, but I didn't want to complain because I knew the structure yeah. of that particular branch. Um should I have said their name actually now? Yeah, because they have a surname. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the name of the shop. Yeah. So, I should, John, you should get it. But, but, but that particular. I had a great experience somewhere else, but that particular branch, the structure of that particular branch, um, didn't allow for any kind of like. Um, they, they said they had an independent body that kind of like you could take your to your your fears or whatever, and I had to build up a lot of of courage to go and speak to them. It's not something that you expect to have to no. have in your first couple of jobs. And I was terrified, terrified. I had to build up all this courage. People on the on the floor had to say like, "No, you should really report this." Funny enough, none of them stood up. To- like for me in front of her went to the appointment with the independent person a body that's supposed to be able to deal with these kind of issues sat down with her in tears couldn't even get my words out trying to explain to her how fearful i feel and you know what her response was who who are you complaining about who's that who's the manager tell me the name and i was and i said hannah and she said hannah Oh, I know Hannah. I sit with her in the office. She's she's lovely. I'm sure this is a misunderstanding. And at that point, you know when you say, and this is when she knew they knew that they played themselves. Mm. At that point, I said, "Whoa, mm. Angela, you played yourself. You're talking to someone who's their friend. Like I know mm. her. Like I sit next to her. She's lovely. Like she, I know she. Like it must be a misunderstanding. John, do, do you want me to talk to her for you? And I said, mm. absolutely not. I think I actually said, just let's pretend that we didn't have this conversation. Mm. And I just knew then. What would you say, um, um, impartial, smartial? Like that's why I said to her. I said, literally, people say they're impartial, they're independent, or they're not going to be biased. Mm. Honestly, and confidentiality, I don't believe any of that. A lot of that is true at work. Honestly, people speak outside. Oh yeah. Of and 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 relay information that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, I, honestly, I don't trust anyone apart from God. Mm. I tell him all my worries and I lay all my burdens. <laughs> And, and then I write my resignation letter and then I delete it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We thank God I got out of that situation. And actually the next place I went to work, there were crazy people, but it was nothing like that. It built me for for the madness that is working. What do they say? Resilience usually comes from trauma. Honestly. Honestly. But yeah. I never... Do you know, I used to have nightmares of... Yeah, long after I left there, nightmares of me turning up to that area. That's and PTSD. People, yeah, me bumping into her and she screaming at me. And, and I left in such a, a wild way. Let's go and find her. Which 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 which? Let's go and find no, no, her. No. She's still but there. But can I tell you, if we've got camera time, I left in such a wild way. I left. I was so traumatised, I didn't give notice. I just left. I didn't turn up the next day. Good. <laughs> I left, yeah? And they forgot to take me off their... Should I say this is incriminating? No, Let's just what say... What are they going to do by now? They, the yeah, they, they forgot to take me off their payroll. They paid me 
for another three months. No way. <laughs> Full pay. Really? <laughs> Full. Actually, more pay than I've ever got paid. Amen. Why don't God fight your battle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, vengeance is the Lord. <laughs> anyway, at uni, I was broke. As as broke can be, and I used to go to my to the to the what do you call it um, cash machine cash machine and be shocked at the end of the month that they're still paying me. That's a miracle. Honestly, God will do it, and He will pinch them where it hurts. That's all. That's my okay. testimony done. Amen. So do you know what? Listening to the two of your stories about um, the bullying that you encountered, honestly, I can't say that it was anything as severe for me. Like I had a little bit of. Well, no, it's not. I don't think you can have a little bits or lots of bullying. I definitely had some bullying at work in my first proper job um, at Microsoft. I'll say it because what they're gonna do? Who's gonna check me, boo? Um, but actually, where I work now, I think the reason why that behavior is really not tolerated, like at all is because I think one I work for like a campaigning charity and two we have a union and the union does not play about anything to be honest so yeah that's why I kept asking you about like your structure so in the union I think they really try and and they're there to represent the voice of the people at like a senior level like at a director level well yeah at management level um and so that just wouldn't be tolerated literally I mean we have people saying they're going to whistleblow 24 7 and things change very quickly so yeah and there I think we had like a mole is it a mole yeah a mole who was like feeding information to the daily mail Oh, yeah yeah we had that last year so but people get very scared about these things so my advice is or you listen if you have a union join the union if you don't have a union beseech the father <laughs> that's what i say no but yeah i mean I, I honestly the stories that you told me i think are horrendous like it just i don't i can't even understand going to work and having panic attacks or going to work and having someone shout at you or belittle you i don't i Oh, that doesn't make any sense to me however having said that we did have an occasion when I first started working there four years ago where there was a guy I think he was mentally unstable anyway we we're having a meeting at Christmas and Christmas is a very busy period for us and we were he was a like he's a creative so he was like a graphic designer and he picked up a chair and threw it at somebody he didn't last much longer but I mean that did happen what 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 preceded that I mean nothing to be honest oh he just decided well he didn't like the designs we didn't like the like I think I wasn't in the meeting this is like a do you know what I mean it's like a um, what's it called like it wasn't an urban legend it was actually something that happened they were in a meeting and all our meeting rooms have got the huge glass windows and so I imagine it was something like can I see the copy I don't like that can I see a different image I've been working on this for four days I don't really like it do you know what I've had enough of you (laughs) and he picked up the chair and threw it that's the only thing that's ever happened and that happened before me. Um, um what kind of chair was it? Um so like you know like the plastic the heavy the plastic ones with like the metal fold, like the metal legs? The metal like conference room chairs. Conference room chairs, yeah. Conference room chairs. The black like, Yeah, the, the black ones, yeah. He picked those up. He picked up one and threw it. And nothing you, was broken. Um, I don't know. I wasn't there. The one thing, do you know what made me sad? He I, was from Manchester, and I said, "That's not how we behave." No, people from anywhere can can behave anyway. But I just don't understand where he was, where he grew up to allow him to think that you could behave like that in work. Yeah, I don't understand. What makes you think you could pick up a chair and throw it at work? I don't. You, people are mad, you know. Like, that wouldn't even it wouldn't even cross my mind to pick up a chair and throw it at work. And maybe that's even at home, <laughs> even at home. <laughs> Do you know Honestly. what? I don't know. People are mad. Like, 
people do very strange things and he was one of those people where he didn't like raise his voice so like a real like psychopath do you know what I mean like just sits there and says nothing says nothing says nothing and says I've had enough and just threw the chair yeah I don't think it hit anybody because obviously by the time it's launched into the air it's heavy isn't it so people can probably see it coming and he probably landed in, in a table rather than that the intended person but that's just not the point I, I, I'm trying to imagine that Mike this just looks very awkward and stupid I still don't like your copy And then everybody's looking at each other like And I still don't like your your imagery So what are we going to do? You have to storm out Honestly, you can't In fact, while it's still flying You need to storm Because when it lands and it's in the room You look like an absolute idiot <laughs> An older man Like, you know You'd expect him to just have a bit of wisdom about him But yeah, that's the only thing that I And that didn't even happen to me That happened before I before I was working there and then when I joined I think he left about six months later I mean I don't know why that wasn't like instant dismissal but what do I know but can I just let you know also another thing you know you talk about HR honestly I feel like there's a large percentage of HR professionals who shouldn't work in HR like why do you work in HR because you don't like people you don't like people and you don't like communicating HR policy. And I don't understand what 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 is it that these people gravitate to about HR? Do they think they're going to get to work by themselves and not have to speak to anybody? I don't really understand it. But yeah. And they're, and they're usually the chatty parties and, and the people who don't know what confidentiality means. Don't know what non-bias means. All of those things sound like gossip. Yep. Let me say it. <laughs> 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 honestly i don't trust and i've been made a fool so many times that no i've never honestly felt, i never felt like hr was there. like i said in my last job but then the job before that i didn't feel like hr was there to support me anyway isn't that a crying shame that's their actual job yeah. uh, honestly even sometimes when people have asked me not only in the past let me just say it like that even when people ask me in the past like what did you do this weekend? I really filter. Like, what do I want them to know about me? What do I know? And it's really sad. Mm. It's really sad. But honestly, because randomly someone will be like, yeah, and actually does that. Yeah, she, and I think, whoa, 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 whoa. You've blown that out of proportion or there's things that I've said and they've come up in conversations with other people and I think, what? Um. All right. So, obviously we've spoken about your experiences where you've been like bullied beyond belief mm-hmm. and the fact that you guys are still like walking talking uh, very functional members of society is amazing well done clap for yourselves because Thank i don't think i would have made it um but actually has anybody ever accused the two of you of being bullies at work no no <laughs> <laughs> that was quick no, Do you know never, why no. because i'm not a bully at work no 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 i think there's sometimes people accuse people of bullying them being mean um and it's not every time someone uses that word it is it is necessary or it is um true i've never no one's ever told me that mm. i mind my business honestly i mind my business mm. honestly and i take my lunch breaks to scream and then i mind my business and some more but i know that so for and i think she's happy with me saying it but uh, one of my friends recently she is someone who loves her job loves her job she is um She's a biomedical scientist and she loves her job. She loves science. Like, this is something she would probably do in her free time. Mm. Um, but 
work is work and it's stressful. And so she's been working, and especially in this time of COVID, she's been working very hard, mm. taken on lo- loads more. And there's been a high, there's much more work coming in as well because they're testing a lot of things and whatever. Um, but some of the people at work don't have that same attitude. And so they're not even doing the bare minimum. And every time the person slacks off, she's picking up the work. So, 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 you know. And then one day she's like, okay, listen, can you please make sure that these three things are done? Um, and she probably does like about three times the amount. Mm-hmm. And the girl didn't do it. And she's like, but why didn't you do it? Or why didn't you even tell me you didn't do it? The next mm. day she's like, it was just too much, it's too much. Meanwhile, this girl's doing absolutely nothing and complaining to her manager that she's bored. Huh? And so now the, my friend was like, right, uh, visibly annoyed, asked some some straightforward questions, didn't shout, but said, why didn't you do it? Like, do you know how much I do? Mm. So you definitely have this time to do it. You're, I'm doing some of the work that you should be doing. Mm. And I've asked you to do this Are they on the same things. level? Yeah. And then she just kept quiet and focused on her work, but she was visibly upset with, with what had happened, mm. like my friend. And the girl cried. Of course she did. Cried. She cried. And she said that she she felt like she, the, the, the um, my friend was bullying her and was oh. being very mean. And that vexed my friend because she felt like, I'm already doing all the work on this floor, what the hell? Mm. So I feel like sometimes you're accused of being being aggressive, being mean and being a bully, but that may not be like the actual truth. I think sometimes people can take, especially if you're black, can take some of the things you say or the the direct way you'll use directly asking them some questions and speaking to them in a very direct way Mm. as as aggressive. Mm Or um, combative. I think mm. you're combative. Friend, if I didn't raise my voice at you and I asked you some very real questions that have to do with your role, I don't understand why we're crying here. Is it yes or no? They're crying no because to... they're used to it. It's like a child that's used to getting what they want when they cry. So if this is a learned behaviour for crying Claire or crying whatever. Mm. If you're used to crying or showing emotion to eradicate yourself from a situation, then you'll do it. And they just do They've been doing it for a long time. So that's why I think people do it in work. And just doing it in the office. Like my sister, my sister will tell me stories about people crying at their desk in front of the computer oh and goodness. not going. Like, honestly, I I have shed a tear or two at work. But when I tell you I do it on my lunch break in the toilet. Please. In silence, in the cubicle. Yep. If I need to shed a tear, I shed it. We, we wrap it up. Yep. We go back in. Yeah? You need to find a room. You do it. You go back in. But to cry. <laughs> 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 you're, and you're in front of your silly. screen and you're not moving you're not even making the effort to go to the toilet or get up you're just crying crying but crying crying you're letting it roll they want people roll to down see. your face drop onto your on your notepad onto your <laughs> your computer your keyboard honestly that's when i have to ask a question like are you doing it for display or are you actually trying to like oh, we have to figure <laughs> my sister said um Right, she had to tell one girl, no, honestly. And let's just call her Sally. Sally, no, go to the toilet. Go but why was she crying at her desk? Does she want someone to come and say, are you okay? And maybe, or she's crying and the person that she's crying about is sitting right behind <laughs> her screen. Actually, it's not funny. Let me know. I'm not honestly, laughing. You, but you should, I mean, okay, that's true. If you're sad, you're sad. Who am I to tell you not to be sad? If you need to cry, cry. But I would advise, in my experience, that... Honestly, the best way is to go and try to figure it out and then come and put it in some kind of words or actions because honestly, even if you're going to make a complaint, 
you have to put it in words. Mm. They can't just record your cry and then send it off to be <laughs> analyzed. You might as well just compose yourself and come with words and, and, and report it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that would be the most effective way to deal with it. I don't know. It's all mad to me. I don't really get the crying thing, but that's because that shows my personality. If someone was oh, dealing with, if someone, <laughs> if that was somebody dealing with what I was dealing with, well, they did cry actually. Mm-hmm. They did, they did cry in the first two weeks. Yeah. They just did cry. So it's it's worth the crying. But obviously, I'm not going to cry at work. There's some, there's some American officers I've seen that have rooms for crying. <laughs> no, they don't. no, honestly, I'll show you. No, I'll show you. Don't. No, they honestly, and, and, and the sign, and the sign, <laughs> fake news. Honestly, I'll show you. That is fake news. Honestly, I'm <laughs> lying. You are a WhatsApp no, auntie. No, 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 no. I'll show you. And it was WhatsApp Instagram. But there was a sign on the door that said, um, you can use the crying room. Please only like restrict your time to 30 minutes so other people can use it. And it's only you inside that room. You can go and cry. And <laughs> Honestly, and I hear that. Honestly, sometimes work is stressful. You need to you need to have a cry. I I hear that. But what industries that in where they, they they are accounting for the fact that you are gonna cry at work yeah. on a regular basis and they're like we've that already means they've got a something room. else to do with not have a room. It's is stress. it like a hospital or something? No, 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 no. It's not because of that. It's stress. It's stress. It's gonna become too much. Some people let out with screaming. Some people let what, out with throwing chairs. Kind of, what kind Some of company is this? Some people let out through their tear ducts. What company is this? I don't know, but I'll show you the it's video. It's fake. It's I fake bet, news. I bet, I bet it's banking. I bet it's banking. Oh no, absolutely. I definitely think this is a financial sector. That's Sometimes so you have sad. to cry. Sometimes. There's no other thing but to cry, and then beseech the Lord. You know what? But crying, crying, like scientifically, your friend will know this because she's a scientist and she's in her spare time. It makes you feel better. Yeah, you need to get the tears out. Having all that pent up frustration, top, you just need to skim off the top bit. <laughs> you do, and then you continue, and then at the end, I just say these people won't make it to heaven. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. I start singing, this world is not my home. I'm Amen. just a passing through. I just, you know, I just, it, it's just an old saying that, you know, if you give someone power, they really show you, they show you who they really are. Oh. So a lot of people in this country, unfortunately, they, they got power and they, they abuse it. They abuse it over and over again. Yeah. I don't think I'd, I'd be like that. If anyone's coming junior to me, mm. I've been nicer to them than I've been to anybody at work. That's is that see? because you've because you're gonna make it to heaven? Like. That's why. That's you know, why don't that... they remember where they were? Uh, maybe they maybe they never started off as a, as a junior. Maybe they, they did start. Everyone started. Everybody started junior. Not everybody. Oh, maybe in banking. I don't know. Not in, not in my industry. Oh, maybe okay. There's some people that do skip that and they go straight to middle management, but they're yeah. very far and few between. And those are people who are super duper overly qualified okay have either of you ever like made like an official complaint at work before that that time that i showed you i told you that was a that was an official complaint there's one other time that i complained that someone i won't say what happened but it was a it was a aggressive act of throwing something (gasps) what Mm -hmm. at you and and yeah and the person's mad anyway um and and they're known to be mad but when i told my um manager she told me not to place a formal complaint, it should be off the record, and, they should disp- and it was never resolved. Uh, why did she ask you to do that? Mm. To save her behind. How old were you at the time? I would like not to say. Fair that. enough. Oh my goodness, that's I was, awful. I was younger than I am now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I was when I was younger. But now. Threw something at you. Mm-hmm. See, there are it levels. There are different levels. Me. It doesn't there's, matter because it was intended to. Whether, whether you, you know, bobbed and weaved and missed it, that's what they wanted. There's a verbal bullying and a shouting and a swearing. 
What if you throw something at me? I'm just trying to throw it back. I didn't want. Yeah, but maybe bullies throw things at you because they've they've um what's the word? They've like worn you down so much actually they probably think they can just do whatever and you're not going to retaliate but the thing is everybody had very mad interactions with that girl and funny enough that's not the maddest interaction someone had with that that person so um she's well, i mean anyway i'd rather say less but yeah that that's the only two times i've 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 made formal complaints and both those times i've regretted even having the conversation mm. sorry <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because um, the image came to my mind when the guy, some guy took a um, banana peel and threw it at his boss's head and it slapped his the black of his head. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was beautiful. But anyway, never mind. Continue. No, that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end. Yeah, I've never made a complaint. Ever? No. About what? Sorry? About what? About the bullying that you had for five years? With two. Mm, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> this is you know, this is toxic guys yeah, this is really toxic and so obviously i mean this is a this is a no-brainer but do you think it's worse for black people absolutely but why Especially though if you're a black person in the whole company yeah of course it is but why why yeah like if you're the only black person why do you think that person is going to make is it because we're we're scared of being singled out thinking oh we're going to get the sack because we're black it's always in the back of your mind um trying to not be the stereotype trying to not be the angry black person mm. so you've got to you you try to hold things and not be and not not allow them to tell you that you were you were aggressive mm. and also feeling that all of your actions especially if you're not if you don't work in a company that has multiple black people if you're only one or one of mm-hmm. two you you t- start to feel like all of your actions you're actually um not only acting on your own behalf but as like the face of black people mm. and so everything you decide to do sometimes I, I think of it like it's in the back of my mind like oh my gosh and I know it's not necessarily that's not what I should do but I don't want to be the person who's causing all this like not havoc but like having to pull everybody in now people going to meetings up to meetings writing transcripts and all of this stuff and then it's just like oh is this how like you just feel like you can't act on like Angela's behalf you have mm. to you're you're literally the face of and you're carrying the the weight of um trying to preserve how black people look in the workplace but who placed that burden on us i i mean we place it on ourselves mm. but yeah i don't know i mean it's not really a burden too much not to be, not to be the aggressive black guy it's not but it's, it's not burden. about being it, isn't it? It's about the perception. Not to, yeah, just to just to manage that. So you got to think, mm, let me not react to that because mm. it's not too much of a burden. Um, but having said that, no one... Yeah, I, th- I think you'll, you'll see it. If you don't put that burden on yourself and you allow yourself to be free, too free, you'll see sooner or later someone's going to call you out on it. Someone's going to call you aggressive. It's just going to happen because mm. that's how these people see us. It's going to happen. I also think it happens more. F- well, actually, let me not say that. I wonder if it happens more for black women than it does for black no, it men. Doesn't. It doesn't. So you think men get called aggressive more so than their white counterparts? More so than their white count, mm-hmm. their white male. Yes, white male counterparts. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I've 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 experienced when someone. This is not at work. This is at university. When someone treats you with trepidation because you're. A black man in the in the in the building. Mm. 
So, yeah. Same. I've actually felt that as well, like people tiptoeing around me. Oh, really? And it's so funny to me because they, they, if they only knew that, like, let alone, like, people have different personality types, but I'm not someone to shout at you anyway. Even mm. if you even if you vex me, like, I'm more likely just to leave. Um, but I feel that, and sometimes it makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. Actually, a lot of times it makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. Like, people, like, having a discussion, but they're kind of looking at you from the side corner of the eye, like, mm-hmm. like, like what's she going to, or, like, a bit funny about approaching you for stuff. And I think, what have I done to make you act like that? And it's not one, it's not two, it's not three. Like, mm. and, and I think that's also why I kind of try to keep my distance, because I just feel like, oh. But it's I just think that don't you think that's like a mental it's a mental burden. It's Absolutely. a reality though. It's a reality. It is a reality, but I guess what I'm also saying like that stuff is like it's draining. That's emotionally draining. But it's straight so you can't really manage other people's behaviour towards you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more draining. It'll be more draining and more offensive and, and more upsetting if I felt like I had showed the real me and they were still treating me like that. Mm. Whereas if I if they do things like that or how people react to me or treat me, mm. when I know that they don't know me and they just know my work persona and I'm just here to get by and get out, mm-hmm. I, I don't take it personally because yeah. we don't have a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes to us having personal relationships and I'm here pouring my whole self in, yeah. like vulnerable parts of myself into a space where people are not going to properly respect it or understand it mm-hmm. or know how to treat it. Mm-hmm. And then you come and you want to do or say like all these mad stuff honestly that would bring me i would be forget 30 minutes in the crying room i'm gonna i'm booking it for thursdays <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm booking it on thursdays honestly i i, I found if it, it, it um especially being the only black person in the whole the whole firm for the most of the time um <laughs> You, you tend to shave off most of your personality. Oh, absolutely. You, most, most of it till almost nothing's left. And that's you for majority of your life. Because I was there for 11, 11 hours a day, right? So 11, 11 hours, hours a, day, a day, I'm behaving in a way that's not me until you forget that that's not you. And it starts to, starts to filter into outside of work. Mm. It takes a long time to get out of not being yourself and actually allowing yourself to to be who you your really are self. again. Mm. It takes a long time to fix to fix that. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's if yeah, not being being the only black person is long. It it's is just very, long. Very, very. Because you're thinking you're thinking about you don't want people to think think too much of you, but you, you don't want them to know too much about you because mm-hmm. they're not gonna understand anyway. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just mm-hmm. long. And I don't think shaving off is the right thing. I think and maybe you lock off. up. Like you know, yeah, when lock you play up, games, lock up, lock it up. Yeah, you know when you play <laughs> when you play games and like that you haven't unlocked that level. Mm. Like you're actually just functioning with a very basic level of yourself for mm-hmm. the whole time, and and you and you don't you don't give anyone access to yeah. these other parts because honestly, the more things like if I talk about what I really love in life, or like I. I if you don't get it or you mock it or you just don't treat it with the respect that is needed, that will really offend me. Mm. I'd rather just not. And I also, if I have to explain everything, sometimes I want to, I think something is so funny. I want to say something like, like on what something has, someone else has said, or I thought, oh my gosh, that person's comment was hilarious. Then I think, wait, if I just jump from where I'm thinking, I have to, it won't make sense to anyone. I have to go all the way back. So, do you know there was a program about <laughs> 10 years ago that was called this and this? Do you know there's a, okay, so I'm how to set that up. By the time, it's just not even worth not making funny. the comment. Yeah. And then I don't know about, like, there's um, the funny thing is that it's so funny. There were conversations at work and, and um, someone from outside of work was mentioned, I mean, someone from work was saying that she, they grew up outside of the UK. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they feel a type of way mm-hmm. when 
people are having like conversations or like and then and they um like they're referring to things that happened a lo- long time ago in the UK but they have no they have no understanding of that kind of culture of the like they don't have like the, the shows that we what they watched the things that used to happen here and stuff like that so they feel kind of they can't really inter like inv- go involve themselves in those conversations mm. and I was in my head like oh my gosh I've grown up in the same London but some of these things that people be talking about honestly I couldn't tell you what part of the haggis is nice <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you all these little things. Like, do you know what a, a chocolate bird is? No. <laughs> I don't. Honestly. I know a chicken. I know a turkey. I know the pigeons that, that annoy me on the way to work. All of these things are very Caucasian. First of all, I don't know. And then you look at me like, how do you not know that you know that um, Miss Sally Watts was on TV at seven o'clock? No, because I was watching Friends Prince of Belair or I was watching Wife <laughs> and Kids. And I don't want to know. And I don't want you to look at me like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I wonder like, maybe she didn't yeah. have a TV or maybe like <laughs> in their culture, they just don't do. Like, honestly, my sister, talk, me and my sister talk about it all the time. Like people be talking about the most white English things and then they'll look at you crazy like you don't know but then if you were to turn to them and say do you know about like my wife and kids or do you know about trouble they're like no and then they think it's some hood thing hmm. which maybe in some no, way no, no? no okay it's not hood um <laughs> but like or i'll be asking talking about something completely different they'll be like oh i don't i don't know that I, i've never seen him. but the expectations they don't have to know and no, i guess don't. i guess my question is like we can navigate life wearing like a different mask or mm-hmm. like playing not even playing a role like you know you said shaving off and i think you said kind of what he's like just, just locking locking, lock, away. locking away a mm. part of you and my stepmom told me she was like okay when you go into a new job decide on who you're going to be just and play that role and it keeps you safe and, then, and like. it keeps you sane but then I said but then a small sane part of me safe. sane and safe but then a small part of me thinks well why why do I have to never like no not even why do I have to not share things but like if I don't share things and push it in front of your face you're going to navigate the rest of your life just thinking that everyone cares about rambling in the bloody Malvern Hills and bird watching Honestly. and whatever and else ski trips. and ski trips oh, actually no I don't want to hear about you going back to the do. Alps are they not the same Alps have we not seen them 17 times I don't want to ever ski in my life I don't I like do I mean I've been skiing it's, it's, <laughs> I would it's, like to ski no I've Older. been it's okay but it's I guess what I'm saying is not interesting. what are we going to do to change that because otherwise no, but like you the by generation. yourself, you don't think they've encountered other people who them by themselves are not doing anything and they're talking about something else and you still are the outlier. You are still the outsider. Mm. You are still like, it's not going to change that because if they don't, if they don't make a habit of interacting with people outside of their same groups and stuff like that, 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 that knowledge never becomes like. That's true. But I think yeah. there were small things. And I, I mean, I, I think there was a few small things that people can do two things that I want the one thing that I do is we have like a work whatsapp group you know people just send memes in the whatsapp group I only like within not like my whole floor like as in the small team that I work in and we're like a very diverse team like literally very diverse so there's nine of us but the one thing that I always do I always use a black meme always even if it takes me to I am sending a black only meme yeah I am can I I, a what a gift or like a or like a black gift always mm. oh, right. so like whatever responding to if it's congratulations oh. we've hit another target i'm like oh fantastic if it's oh you know what you're so smart i'm set i'm sent i'm using every single can i say something so embarrassing yeah i was i had to text one of the senior partners and I, it's the best way to get hold of them is to text so we text and sometimes and we've got to a point now where i can use like emojis 
Oh, yeah. But on my work phone, obviously, I've never used, like, black emojis. So it's still the yellow ones. Wait, yeah? what? Why? Honestly, truly. Why have you said Do they think you're yellow? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I've never used... You know when you're using your work... My work phone is completely separate. I've never really been... Like, you know, on my phone, all the mm. black emojis at the front, because that's what I've been using. Honestly, I had the choice to go and use the black emoji, and I was like, oh, just... I can't bother. I'm just gonna use this yellow emoji. That's oh my gosh! Honestly, and I'm so sad. I'm so angry with myself. Next time I did. Meanwhile, I am here sending gifts of T- Tamar okay. Braxton rolling her got, eyes. You got give him that black hand. Well, not, you not know that, what? You and know, the you reason why I only yeah. you let me tell you the reason why I use it. And they're like, oh, "Where's that from?" Oh, it's from a TV show. Google it. You'll get. You'll get it. You'll, you'll get it. the same way that I know where no, the Malvern shit. Hills are. Because I know how to use, what do you call it? Oliver Google. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's not the way to use it. <laughs> the same way that I know how to find out stuff on all the stuff you're interested in, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, we're going to, I only ever, ever use black gifts. That's a, that's a small thing I'm doing. But I mean, mm. my team is diverse. And then the other thing, something that I haven't done, and I've never seen anybody in my workplace use this. And I was so shocked. I sent a picture to the two of you. I was in a presentation. Somebody was talking about like weddings or something and they had like a black couple in a wedding. I've never seen a black couple using a presentation and to an internal staff about weddings. Wow. And it was a really popular couple. I don't remember the guy's name. He's a rapper. He's got really long dreads. He wore them up in a bun. He had on a red jacket. He got They got married last year. I think they're from Miami. Don't remember. Anyway, whatever. And I was so impressed. I messaged the girl. I said to her, you know what? I've never seen anyone use a black cup. And she was like, if we, if we don't start using it, then how are they are ever going to use it? No, I, I understand. No, no. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying that can you, you can just pick that up and put it into your environment. Mm. I'm not. But I do think there are small things. Your small thing might just be using black emojis. Honestly, from now on, I've actually made And then maybe point. they'll say, oh, where did you get that from? Well, we're not all yellow, are we? We're not Simpsons characters do you know what I mean like I'm not saying that you can do you can't do what I can do mm. I can't even pick up the yellow ones anymore it's just all, well, I don't the even yellow have ones them are the no but my yellow. yellow ones are at the front on my work phone because I don't do you know emojis. there was a whole petition about not having a, a ginger head emoji and, and a curly head emoji but that all, that all happened before there were black no before there was like an afro emoji you better just use the black no honestly emoji. I, I think it was just in that conversation with that person I just thought right like you know when it stands up to you and then you're like <gasps> I don't know. Honestly, I don't even. I, I don't think even, I need. We all need therapy. I don't in even this think. Life. About, I don't even think honestly, about it. Honestly, no, to have a conversation. It. Yeah. No, but honestly, but the fact that it even dawned on me, I want that white. You people don't have got. Why would I think about using white people emojis? And that is privilege. If you don't have to think about it, if you don't have to think about. I don't have to explain my TV shows. I don't have to explain my cooking principles. I don't have to, and that's a principle. Wash your chicken. Well, wash your meat, please. Do you know I saw? Oh, you see, you see, brown, brown. Brown, brown. Yeah, that's yeah, what you're we talking about. No, 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 no but, but I'm thinking about her. I don't even think about it. I'm not talking about my work phone, which I don't use emojis on. Who am I sending emojis to? Hello, I'm hi. I'm just saying, just, just do it to just. Just no, but no. Jab them a little oh, bit. Like, don't do it to jab no, them. Do it, it because it, you're in the black. conversation. In the conversation, I felt like it was like. You know when they do those memes where the guy, like when you send like a um a um a la- a, a dancing woman in the middle of your laughing faces by accident, and so yeah. they'll have the laughing, ha ha ha, and then they'll have a dance. Yeah. I felt like in the message it'll be like, oh, thank you. I'm black! That's what I felt like. But why? <laughs> why did you think that? I don't know. Angela, honestly, that's therapy. on you. Honestly, you I need therapy. Angela, honestly. Honest, do you think the white person thinks that when he sends no. a thumbs up, he's like, oh, thank you, no. and I'm white? No. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I think I have sent it after that, but I remember that just that time just thinking, oh, 
I can't. I just was. But just, maybe just, also it was the first time. And yeah. the more you do it, the yeah. more they'll just. Nobody at work asks me about nonsense these days because I'm just like, we've already discussed that I wrote a petition to get the whole of Black Netflix US on the UK. And now you're all enjoying Girlfriends for the first time. And meanwhile, I've watched it already. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm mm. like, we've already. Some of them are like, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Girlfriends is just, it's just, it's just so hip. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! No, you're and just to, be happy uh, that us you're black people—yeah, whatever. Just be happy that us black people once again petitioned Netflix in our hundreds and thousands and asked for them to send over the rights for us to watch this show. Some of us watched it on our VPN because yep. we're just smart like that, anyway. Yeah, and we're also watching uh, what's it, like loads of other black shows yeah. on Netflix US because it's actually fantastic. Can but, I ask one? I mean, if what Netflix, if you are listening, can we write a, um, a petition for my wife and kids? I already wrote one. Watch it on the American one. My wife and kids on the American one. Oh no, it's not. I don't it's like not. my wife and kids, by the way. I love is it. Is it not? No, it's it. not. Um, actually, maybe it is. You know what? I'll have a look for. I don't have my iPad. Mm. Maybe it is. But or, I guess what I'm saying is, and and I'm talking from a position of privilege because this isn't my everyday because of the sector I work in, but I also don't get paid as much as people who work in other sectors, and that's just my burden. Sadly, trust me. I wish. I think I chose the wrong sector. That's another. To- that's another podcast. Listen, I told you to watch industry and find out what would be. Nothing is worth your finance. Piece. That's true. All I guess what I'm saying is maybe everybody, like not the three of us, like we can all do something small, hmm. something that makes it slightly more palatable. Not palatable. Something that makes it a little bit easier for the next person coming. I swear oh, to absolutely. you, I was the second black person. I swear on my floor, maybe like the fifth black person in my organization. Now there's like 35 of us. I don't know when they came in, but I'm telling wow. you it's because of me. What? I'm so sure. I'm so sure. I think they thought, oh, we've let one or two, three, four, five, six, open the floodgates. And um, But now, I mean, we are we are at the complete opposite end. Like we are, we are fully into um, EDI and like diversity and inclusion. So it's a bit different, but yeah, man, you have to remind people that you're black sometimes in any way that you can whilst mm. keeping your peace. I don't want you to send a high five and then be worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, I just think it's, it's funny. Like there's traumatizing situations at work, which obviously I'm not going to go into when we don't have, you don't have a lot of time, but it all feeds into stuff. And, then, and when you make those decisions, it's it's all informed by those, in, those situations that you've been in. Yeah. Oh, honestly, all I need to do is win the lottery and retire. <laughs> In a black country. Why not? Just make it make sense. In a black country. Do it. Do it. So do you not have any advice for people who are struggling in work? Because remember, we've asked them, have any of you cried at work? What's going to be your key, like, pieces of, like, your key, what's the word? Oh, Jesus, help me to think. Gems. Pearls of wisdom. Got there in the end. It's not going to help anybody. Sorry? My pearl of wisdom is to leave. (laughs) (gasps) Okay. So, I I mean, sometimes, if you've got bills... Pay your bills. That's the highest priority, I guess, in that time. Um, no, Andrew, the highest priority is your peace. Yeah, it's your peace. It's true. Move back home if you need to. Yes. If that's peaceful. But if you're working for a very, if you're looking for a very peaceful work environment, you're never gonna find it. No, you're not. You just you just need to find. You have to balance it. I think you just gotta have a plan and focus on that plan. Can I give? Okay, so real. So I don't know if you want sensible tips or, or my real tips. Yes, let's have the real tips. Okay. They can tip Google sensible just ha- tips. Is to just have a plan. No matter where you're working, have a plan on what you want to do with it and, and, and afterwards and focus on that every day. That's the sensible tips from Let's Lyndon. See. This is my real tips. Go on. 
it's your workplace. You can cry if you want to. <laughs> Just don't cry at your desk. Um, also, keep an earphone on you. A prayer, a song in your heart, yes, and the earphones on you. So, because sometimes, yes, just blocking out, just using, yep. just blocking out in your own world. Yeah, like one sense, you might not be able to close your eyes because you have to type, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't lose all sense of feeling and whatever. But what you can do is put in something in your ears to block out the sound. Headphones, well, listen, headphones, 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 your life, you know. I remember, I remember, I remember what I, uh, when I was started that job, you weren't allowed to have no headphones in. <sighs> listen, right? You have to have a song in your heart then. That's why I started <laughs> with a song in your heart. But when they changed the, the telephone um, system, everyone had the earpiece. Mm. So that earpiece just became my headphones. Oh. One, with one ear? Yeah. <laughs> no. Honestly, I'd <laughs> recommend a two-ear something. And, and honestly, I'd say... Don't 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 play aggressive music because that aggravates the situation. Sometimes I'd say gospel is my go-to, um, or just good vibes, something that like makes you feel like you're not at work, just to just to help you bring it down. Yeah, I would also say noise cancelling headphones. Do you know why? Even if you don't have any music playing, people talk to you less mm-hmm. when you've got headphones on because they assume that you are listening to music. And also, yeah. People mm. may be talking about you and you might be able to just be like, oh, let me just hear what they're saying. Are you okay? I talk my headphones on all the time. I have, there's no music. I just don't talk to me. I don't need no, my headphones. I, I don't want to hear first... what you're you're talking to me about me about. I actually would rather not know. I don't feel a bit like, like stupid talk to talk about, about, about you in front oh, of no, me. Oh no, some people do. Oh no, people do. Some people do. But yeah, stupid. I think that, I think or listening to a very black podcast, listen to us. <laughs> um, um, no, honestly... At listen to it so it just helps you balance i i wouldn't say just nothing in your ears with just earphones because you also need to silence that screaming thing like <laughs> i don't want this job i'm gonna quit that needs to come down too so that'll be my thing and i think also if you're going to complain okay no in my experience i wish that i had I, I observe observe for a very long time, but I wish I had also observed for a little bit longer and probably not gone in the heat of me feeling the emotion mm. because sometimes I would I make decisions that I wouldn't have made if I had calmed down and thought about it because mm. these people weren't trustworthy mm. in the end. And so I think that um, just make sure you know who you're talking to and not everybody that says that they, they are... F- for you are an independent person will not say anything all of those words not everyone are just... you call friend is your friend oh exactly and not everyone you call hr is hr exactly hello hi and so uh, that's what i would say really really be careful who you complain to um and 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 what you say i mean you really be tactful i know in in the places that i've worked there's a lot of office politics and sometimes you might just be walking into a holler. But then also you just need to look after your mental health. Honestly, people take off days for stress. Take take have a duvet day. Have people a duvet take off day. days for stress. If you're stressed, you're sick. <laughs> take off. Have a can Honestly, I just say you know, where they do that at? Where they allowed to have a day of stress? Hello. I, I, do you know what people take off days you can get signed yep. off for stress for two weeks very easily so I'm telling you what my friend got signed off for 11 weeks are you okay 
very it's very easy but you know black people when we don't have like the same attitude towards sick days as mm. our white counterparts that needs to stop if you don't feel well no if you have a way. migraine don't mm. work if you feel stressed also don't work like mm. if you feel unwell don't work this and works, this works, works, this works better work. in some sectors but in general it's uh, yeah. a general principle and i'd like to clarify if you're stressed you're not not necessarily all the time when you're stressed you're sick but if you feel like it's really affecting your well-being sometimes you can't come or any all the times you can't come and kill yourself but especially that time you can't come and kill yourself take some time out yeah. to breathe yeah. and also sometimes you can't sp- speak to someone in work have a mentor outside of work that can advise you who's probably been in your industry for longer than you have and that can and can tell you things that they wish they knew and like um issues i mean like i'll say in my words potholes that they could have swiveling around mm. I thought like there's a better English term for that but my English hasn't reached that far <laughs> so I'm just saying like just yeah talk to someone outside of work vent talk also to your friends who, yeah. who, who are your real friends yeah and vent and vent and get it off your chest and speak to someone and, and like, bounce ideas off people or your, your stresses off people so they can tell you you know what that's for real maybe no actually no it's, that was your fault they screamed at you because you were wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's it listen my last job I felt I I called in sick. Remember, I was there for five and a half years. I think I called in sick twice. Yeah, but why? Why? Maybe three. Oh, the first time I did it, I got bullying. shade for it. Huh? I got, got shade for it. She's, she's, she's like, were you really sick though? I'm like, yes, because I was. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, right. I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, yeah, right. I was like, are you telling me that I was lying to you? And she's like, yeah, but not what? are you saying that I was lying to you? Then she was. Then she um, babbled and just went away. But then I got that, um, that, that shade that I got Stop me from doing it for so long until... That means she won. That's so frustrating. Anyway, that whole situation makes me so angry. Yeah, but then the other way I did, the other time I fell in, uh, called in sick, I wasn't sick. I actually wanted... You I, called I, in sick twice in five and a half years? Yeah, maybe three <laughs> like, times. You need to come to the charity times. sector. Because yeah, one, one time I called in sick, it wasn't because I was sick, it was because I wanted to go to a writing camp and I went. I mean, I think you deserved it after. You know, you, you know you're allowed six <laughs> periods of sickness a year. Periods, five, not days. Five. No, it's six. It's unless you have a different it's policy. Days. It's five days, man. The law says you're allowed is, to be. Where did you the work? The law says you're allowed. I'm six, you, I, I worked six in periods of sickness. Six periods is not six days. You're allowed to say I'm sick six times. So if that means I'm sick in our contract, for two days, in our contract said five days. <gasps> How can you That's contractually be sick? I can only. I'm writing on. This, I'm signing here that I will only be sick five days in the year. That's against the law, Lyndon. Where did you work? In, in England. Place. In England. Are you sure? Yeah. That's right. that's against the law. Nobody was sick. Nobody was. No, no, listen, it was just it was frowned upon. No, they There's were no sick. Way. They just worked through their mental fatigue and their stress. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I can't believe you had two sick days. But I mean, men don't take that many sick days compared to women anyway. But that's that's different reasons. But I mean, five, two sick days in five and a half years. That's one thing I can say is good about Mate, my I've had five sick days, sick days in COVID, but I don't mess about with migraines. You think I want to work and I've got a migraine so I can kill myself? The amount of migraines I had to... And you know what? They'll put up your job interview. They'll put, you'll put up your post on, yeah. on LinkedIn, yeah, they on will. Read or whatever oh, they before will. people even post an obituary of... Like... They will say, we're so sorry for your loss. Send a card to your parents or your spouse and they will have already got somebody reading your... Well, not handover notes, but like they'll have somebody reading your job description to start the next. Are you okay? Mm. Steph would have been very rich if I got if I died. Say it again. Steph would have got got rich if I died. Touch with that. Steph <laughs> that my last job. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gone now. <laughs> 
that's that, why they have death and service, you know, because mm. they know. Some jobs, honestly, I'm with you, Angela. Like, and I'm saying this again. This is the first. This is the time. This is why I'm saying to watch the first episode of Industry, please. I'm gonna watch it, but why am I gonna watch it? Make myself angry. Okay, fine. Now I'm gonna watch it. I just don't want to be scared. <laughs> don't anger Lyndon, please. Because he's already angry with me. The, the culture that I saw in there was a culture that I saw in my, in my workplace. Mm. Oh, I've Largely. Heard, I've heard, I've heard mad stories. Mad stories. There's nothing that can shock me on TV. I've heard it all. Yep. Yeah. I guess, you know what it is? I guess what I'm saying is it's not about the stories being mad. It's about the extra burden that black people have to deal with in these already ridiculous situations. We like, we have another, I don't want to use the word disadvantage, but that's why I'm saying, oi, listen, if you need to be sick, you need to be sick. Do you know what they can never ask you to come in for? If you've got D and T, no, D and V, diarrhea and vomiting, mm. not allowed to be in the office. You actually have to be in your house. So and that was the exact... Um, excuse I used. You have to. You have to because how can they prove it? And they, I can't. I'm sorry. I've got DMV. I've got DMV. Oh DMV, my goodness! And it's very contagious. You're not supposed to be in the office. Like, in fact, if you get that in the middle of the day, you're meant to go home. Mm. Also, if you this is a tip for anybody, if you have to go to work, if you go home sick, it's not counted as a sick day. You just go home. Mm. That's not that's not technically a sick day. It's not a sick period. So if you go into work and go wow. home sick, in my last that's not job, a sick day. In my last job at the very beginning of it, they used to count as a sick day. That's but that's against the law. But I mean, you didn't even have HR, so you could. No, anybody. in that job they did. Oh, no, that's against the law. Let me tell you something. The union in my organization does not ramp. They are, t- some of the things that they are taking the organization to head for, I'm just like, it's not that serious, guys. They're like, no, it is our rights. And they need to pay. I said, well, okay, well. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I work for a charity. No, I'm like, like, okay. They need, they need a union for people that work in the finance, finance world. I'm, I'm surprised there you, isn't one. The finance world is wild. And they're just people that are working with money they're just it's just wild the way they treat people mm-hmm. horrid absolutely horrid fyi i heard that the i was i don't know why i was randomly on this i i came across reddit or something and it's like all the it's like the collections of the best reddit like stuff on the internet and they were saying like what are the traits of a, like what are the careers where a sociopath or a psychopath is most likely to be in and they said CEOs of banking corporations mm-hmm. and surgeons mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said that is wild and they were like yeah they don't let them talk to people they've got no social skills and um, they just want to be by themselves and they, they have no empathy towards people and no compassion which obviously you have in abundance so that's obviously that's why you left isn't it? Um, but I find that so you interesting you guys don't understand where this conversation is coming from but you know what um, but I. Sorry. How would you know that? Have you been not to Bristol? Bristol, so Bristolian. What do you mean, of course? How am I supposed to know where you've been? How many times have you been to Bristol? Bristol? I know what the Bristol accent sounds like. Let me hear it. I can't do it. Why not? Because I can't. Oh, okay. So back over to me. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. What she said, what she said in it. It's I need super Bristol, and she knows it did. But anyway, go on. Finished. I fi- as a Jamaican, I finished talk. Say that in Bristol. <laughs> You. Say that in Bristol. I'm gonna fight you today. Can you say that in Birmingham? No. Oh no, you lost it already. It's gone forever. Anyway, we're gonna have a fight, but that's the end of the podcast. I'll send. I'll say it in. Um, what do you want me to say in London? Kiwanda. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want you to say it in. 
No, I said, what do you want me to say in London? Oh, in London. Bye. Thanks for coming to our podcast. Bye, guys. And thank you for coming to our podcast. Let's say it like the guy from EastEnders. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's not the part that I'm from, darling. Yeah. <laughs>